welcome back to the Herta UK fan club podcast. But yeah, welcome back. And with uh, uh, Anna and Mike, and hopefully if uh, Chris, uh, our chairman, has filled his tank up, uh, he uh, he's going to join us soon. So uh, you join us for the second podcast of the season. We thought we'd let a couple of games go by to see how we are going. So let me just give you a few facts from those games. Played six, won two, lost four, um, and nothing in between. Uh, we lost to Cologne, 3-1, uh, Wolfsburg, 2-1, Bayern, 5-0, and Leipzig, 6-0. We have the second worst goal difference in the league. With no, we have 11. the top worst. <laughs> the top worst. I, I thought Firth had uh, overtaken no. us. No, Firth is minus uh, 17. We're minus 18. <laughs> Sorry. Cool. Just right, gets I, better, doesn't it? Switch yeah. off now, listeners. Yeah. <laughs> Let me give you the plus side. We beat Bochum 3-1 and Greuterfer 2-1. Uh, both of those teams came up last season from Bundesliga Zwei. Uh, we sit 12th in the table. Uh, we're just three points behind Union uh, and six points behind the European spot. So my question to you, uh, Mike and Anna, and I'll take Mike's analysis first. Uh, are you happy with that so far? For me, absolutely not. Um, the, the teams we've beaten, two teams that have come up, I don't think we were... Anything special in either game. Um, Eklund camped on great when he came on against Firth, but I don't think either game we, we looked like a dominant team. We were the better side in them, but we were not dominant, the teams coming up. Uh, and I know there's disagreements in, in how we all feel about the weekend, but for me, 6 0 is an embarrassing result. Leipzig, you know, we, we had injuries, no doubt, but Leipzig didn't start with. Solid he didn't start with Andre Silva, came on during the game. They had um, players out as well, so Halstenberg, Danny Olmo, both out injured. You know, we had one different central def- what if you, whether we call it back three or back five, there was one change from the weekend before where we won in that defence from start. Yeah, mm. obviously we had issues with 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 the bench. Uh, I'm not sure what it is, but for me, if you're going to put a central defensive midfielder in that back three or back five, whichever way you want to put it, that tells me there's no plan B. Because if we've not got them players, let's change the formation. Let's look at Leipzig. You've obviously outran us all over the pitch and maybe set up differently instead of it being wing backs and three central defenders. Maybe flood the midfield and try and take them out that way if we don't have two, three central defenders to play. Why stick a central defensive midfielder in there just to make it work? You know, we're, we're basically sticking a, a, round peg in, a round peg in a square hole, is it? Is the word? Can't remember mm. the term. You know, I, I've seen it happen with other teams before. I've seen it happen with with, with Everton that I follow. I've seen Calvert-Lewin play right wing back under Ronald Koeman because we didn't have a, a right back fit at the time just change the formation and make it work a different way for me. So for, I'm concerned at the moment because I don't want us to have to sack another manager, uh, another coach. I do think that we're going to be lucky again, that there's going to be worse teams. But 
that's not acceptable when we've got, I think, the eighth or ninth or mark of value most expensive squad in the league. And if you class it on actual transfer fees, we're probably fourth or fifth, maybe. And that that's a worrying sign that the results are the way they are for me. Don't, don't you think, though, that... I mean, Dardai, I accept what you're saying, but I also think there's a counter-argument that if if he does nothing and sticks to the same plan and, and, and then he loses, he's damned. If he changes the team completely to try and, to try, you know, if he'd walked away last week with a 1-0 win, we'd be hailing him as some kind of genius. And, how and, he I, and that's with football. That, you know? Agree. Fully you know, agree. Um, I think the the trouble is it was a six nil pasted. It wasn't. Mm. It wasn't a two nil. They they did. You know they did their best and and you know Leipzig were too much for them, mate. They, it, it's they a result the, you'd expect them against a, a team from the third or fourth tier in the in the uh, Pokal. Not a, not Bundesliga versus Bundesliga. I, think, a tier, I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily match. agree with that either. Like no. they they're going to score a lot of goals this year. And it's the same with the Bayern thing, like look at Bochum against Bayern. Bochum are not bad uh, to deserve a seven nil defeat, but they've still got one. My view is, um, and I don't want to be disrespectful to such a club legend, and it's not my intention to, but I can understand how this viewpoint might be um thought of as that, as disrespectful. But I said it at the time, he's when he when he was reappointed he wasn't reappointed as first choice. He was reappointed because that's what we needed and he was available, right? And it was a kind of plaster appointment and it worked. Um, and I'm sure it could still work this season. But, um, and I know we had a lot of players out of the weekend, but good teams don't get done six, regardless who they're playing, regardless who's in the starting eleven. Who's on the bench? Good teams don't Seen get done team. six. Hey, um, Leipzig did lose four-one to Bayern, so it's not just one. It's it the team? all and over I, the place. Dortmund think, lost five-nil to Bayern last season. It happens everywhere. But these yeah. are good teams against good teams, and they're yeah. getting pasted by the better teams. And that that makes um, it even more that makes it even more worrying because we're not at their level. So when no, we're getting Dardai done, admitted that. Dada even said we're not at their level. Yeah. He admitted that we're not at their level. So he knows when, that. Everyone should know that. When when that's when that's the case, it concerns me that there is um, there's something there's something that lies deeper than there's a gap there than than the, than, than the manager. Then and I know there's a big change going on at the club and there has been, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I hope I'm proved wrong. But even the games we've won this year, they haven't been great, have they? They haven't been fun to watch. And I just, I'm just concerned that we, a bad start goes into a bad couple of weeks into here we are again. We're February, we're scrapping for points and we're saying the same things that we've said over and over again. And I just desperately want that culture change to kick in now. I want Boy George to turn up to the party and we can be a coaching <laughs> club because it just it feels like I'm we're stuck on comedian. repeat again. It mm. feel, I mean, the only difference but, is this time, you know, we're still in the cup. But <laughs> there's one just, thing. Yeah. We've won one game. There's something systematically not right because, as I said, good teams don't get done six. But this takes time. If you've yeah. read the Bovich interview today, he said exactly the same thing. Things do not change with the click of a finger. 
you don't you might win one game one week because you played really well or played hard and then you might would lose five nil the next week it doesn't change yeah. like that and and i wouldn't expect him to say anything else yeah but he, what else he's he not going to take the fall is he at the no. end of the day He's, he's, he's got a fairly safe job now. The idea of appointing Powell was to safeguard against that because he's someone that knows the club inside out, knows the trajectory of the club, knows the history, the recent history, knows the young younger sides as well, knows the coaching set up. So the, the appointment of Powell is to safeguard against that. So to, to use that as, as, a, as a justification, I understand totally, but it doesn't really wash. That, that team, to me, though, you look Swallow, Tussar, Stark, Dardai, Zafoy, Askasibar, Derida, Platinard, Ecklenkamp, Sedas. Okay, there's no kids in there. There's no one been thrown in that's got no experience. They're all experienced but players. What, you mean the Le- from the Leipzig game? From Leipzig game. It's only Ecklenkamp got... that's not got a lot of Bundesliga experience. The Leipzig game is different because you play with a back three or a back five or whatever. Plattenhardt is not fast enough to catch up with those Leipzig attacks. But he po- he Nowhere near fast game. enough. But he had to play, he played him in the third game because um, uh, Fert do not play anywhere near as quickly as RB Leipzig. RB Leipzig that's have true. one of the fastest teams in the league and that's why we couldn't keep up with them. You were playing at half fit Martin Dardai next to an, a completely error-prone Nicholas Stark and Again, then you've got Tussar playing homework? at the back of Have Tussar. we done our homework then? Why, why play Platinum? Why, why set a team up that we know is <clears throat> not going to be able to compete? What's the point in that? You can you can guess how quick Leipzig are going to be, but you're never going to be able to know until you get onto that pitch you start playing. You we know Paul's big and Unkunku are quick. We know Unkunku especially is very quick. When you, when you look at that Unkunku goal, why Martin Dardai is so deep, I have no idea. He should be nowhere near where he is because as soon as Unkunku gets loose, Plattenhart is the one on him, not Martin Dardai. Why is Dardai so deep? He's been drawn deep because Lucas Tussar has been drawn deeper. Oh, sorry, higher, higher up the pitch. Lucas Tussar is confused about his own role in that in that entire game. He didn't know whether he was supposed to be defensive midfielder at the back. Everyone's drawn higher. Shouldn't have been in there. Should have been a back four. And they changed that to a back four in the second half, which is true. They changed it to a back four. And we only con- we conceded three, but we conceded two set pieces. I think we're missing so, the trick here. I think we missed the trick. And, you know, we can analyse each player and their positions, first half, second half, where they should have been, where they shouldn't have been, pace, speed, attributes, etc. But that game should have been treated like a cup game. It should have been, maybe not a Hurts Cup game, but that game yeah. should have been treated, yeah. that game should have been treated like a cup game. And, Again, it's something a bit more deeper. It's a bit more systematic of what's going on at our club because you shouldn't have got beat six nil like that. It shouldn't have been a runaway. Shouldn't have been a runaway victory. They weren't. Let's let's not forget the start that they've had as well. We're not talking about Bayern champions or Dortmund quarterfinals of Champions League. That they've had a rough start too. So. Yeah, but they're better than us. <laughs> they're, they're yeah, better yeah, than us. Anna, I'll pose you a question. Long. Should they be 6 0 better than us? Yes. Or is it or is it something wrong something wrong with our and I, yeah. I, I can't look at that I can't look at that no. game in isolation and think it's a one off. I no. don't think that that uh, that team that started, that defence was 
anywhere near ready to take on that team. Nowhere near. As soon as you find out, oh, this player's missing, one, two, three, three central defenders who were so key to stopping that pace were out. So how on earth are you meant to defend against something when also Linus Gester, the, the, the young 17-year-old who played really, really well in the games he did play in, he was injured the day before That's that game. That's the for him, that game against a team. Like, it's different playing Bochum and Fair. And but he came on, on with no thing. experience. He came yeah. on with zero experience. And he was doing back, you know, doing back heel tricks against Furt. He was extremely confident. And he's a defender, a central defender. We didn't have that against uh, Leipzig. And then he's gone. So you've got a team that's especially a back line of five that has no idea what they're doing because they haven't set up like that, because they haven't trained like that. They've trained with Boyata, Torin Riga. The, that entire back line has trained together and then they've two, three of them have been taken out of it and now they've got to reassert themselves at the very last second. I just don't think, of course, once things go wrong at the back, they start going wrong towards the front as well because everything starts from the back. So they are just completely thrown Still out. An, and I, also I, an I acceptable ask, loss for me. It's an, that, that you cannot lose 6-0. 6-0 is, is not opinion. good enough. I'd ask for a neutral opinion on like commentators that I know, like you know, talking about this game and in general. And they said, one, there are teams worse than you in the league, so you won't you won't be in that much trouble. And two, you had they said we had that many players out that they would have made a difference had they played. Because if you look at that first goal, for example, Toronto Riga's voted the eleventh quickest player in the league, and that's out of everyone, right? If he was the one chasing down Nkuku, that would have been a completely different story to, mm-hmm. you know, Plattenhart chasing him down, who literally walks instead of runs because yeah. he's not quick. So the the, the reason that I sort of, different. the reason I spelled out all those stats at the start was really to say we're kind of in the, in the mess we're always in. Mm. We're in this perpetual mess. And we have... I mean, I'm talking about, and, and there's lots of experienced fans on this call, so I'm talking about the past 20 years, <laughs> and, and, and then we suddenly had this investment of £150 million, and we're still exactly I, but the, the What did it do? What did it do, yeah. Mark? If, if anything, we've million. gone backwards. No, if no, anything, we've gone backwards because we were poor. 300, 350 million yeah. euros, yeah, got pumped in. A lot of it has gone away because of COVID anyway. So a lot of it was done to settle debts, but so much of it got wasted by Preets in the transfer windows before now on players that we got rid of because they had problems with attitude, mentality, who we got rid of for that reason, but, who are now also still struggling at the clubs they've gone to, with the exception of John Cordoba, who went to Russia, because obviously that's a bit different. Cunha has got more yellow cards than he has got. He's got zero goals. For Atletico Madrid, he's got more yellow cards than he does any assists or goals for Atletico. He could have got so that here. Exactly, he could have got that here. <laughs> so it's before this money came in, we were in the Europa League. Yeah, and, but we and also since that money's gone, we spewed it on on terrible <clears throat> terrible that's, and, It feels like that's what it feels like. Boba just tried to revert back to what that was before under Dardai before yeah. uh, to try and get that back. But the problem is now we're starting very much from scratch because, you know, we haven't had a team that's built up the way Dardai mm. did it before. We want to start from the bottom. Sometimes mm. it works, sometimes it doesn't. There yeah. was some really good stuff. Uh, actually, at the first 10 minutes against Leipzig, it didn't look that bad. And as soon as the first mistake happened, they're so like, oh, bollocks, oh, mm. crap, we made a mistake. Yeah. 
And now everyone starts to panic. But against Fert, when we went 1-0 down, it was the complete opposite reaction. They started yeah. to play better. They started to play harder. That is, they, whether it's because it was Leipzig that they were playing, I don't know. But there were the, the errors are the errors that probably would not have been made had it been a full-strength team anyway. Like, I don't think we would have done the same thing against Leipzig if we'd had a full-strength team playing. That's what concerns me. I mean, you said it there, Anna, the first mistake, and it's, it's, it's down. panic panic stations. Yes. That's a culture. That doesn't matter But against who you Fert, play. it didn't happen. Against Fert, that didn't happen. It was the opposite. Yeah, but, 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 it, but, it, but it did at the weekend. And that, that's we could have easily thing. lost against Fert. We could have easily lost against Bochum, but we didn't because the uh, the mentality was completely different, the opposite. Whether well, it is was... that because they're playing a team that's coming up, so they feel maybe they're more capable than when they go down to a team that's... Against Ferd, I think it might probably sides. part of it might have been because they were at home. But away to Leipzig, I just think they didn't have the energy knowing that they were already weak because they've lost so many players that they just didn't have the energy to just do what they needed to do. Mm. I mean, using Lucas Toussaint as a, as a centre-back was a terrible idea. I'm, I'm happy that they changed it, which they did. They changed it at half-time. And when you look at the second half, we did concede three goals, but again, two of them were completely unstoppable because they came from set pieces. You can't prevent set pieces but from there's open There's a danger of, you, of, the, of the club using excuses for defeats to mask bigger situations. Oh, no. so, Delta, you start saying it's because, because this player is out, Delta because man. that player is out, then all of a sudden that's the reason why we've definitely lost 6-0. You know, the referee's done this. This decision has not gone our, our way. You know, yeah. we, we can't. The player said it was unacceptable. Zelka, Zelka was asked about Dardai and he said that it's not his it's not his problem, it's ours. And I was like, well, he's the first player I've ever heard admit that it's their fault. Like, it's the first time I've ever seen anyone have the balls to come forward and say, actually, this one's on us. It's nothing to do with the coach. It's nothing to do with this or that. It's to do with the way that we decided to present ourselves on the pitch. Nothing to do yeah. with the coach or set up because... Dardai can only do so much. It's up to the players once they get onto the pitch to do what they've been told to do. And if they don't do it, then it's their problem. It doesn't matter what he says. Yeah. And that's fair enough. And, you know, God, I'm sure we could take that snippet and apply it to Bruno. I'm sure we had that same conversation yeah. last year or whenever it was with Bruno. What worries me, like I said, is is where's our culture at the moment? Where's our? Here's a question for you all, OK? Um, it's going to throw a grenade into the mix here, Mark. <laughs> What, what is <laughs> what is our identity? How do we play football? How do we play football? What's oh. our identity? We haven't got one. It depends. It, well, it depends on the coach. It always depends on the coach. It depends on what time of football you play. Right here so today. Yeah. Well, if well you... under Dardai. Yep. Dardai is a defensive coach. He always has been. Play out from the back, try and play on the counter-attack, defend well, don't concede. That's always been the way he plays. Yeah. He's a long defensive ball, coach man. and lose 6-0. Are we, are we well, a defensive coach with no defence isn't exactly brilliant. So, yeah. you know. Are we living up to that de- identity at the moment? Hard to beat, playing on the counter. No. No. Taking snapshots. This is what, this is what I'm saying. That's the way we've always played under Dardai is that you take your chances when they come, that's it, and then you just defend the, but the is that, is that Is that good? Should, should so that, that be that put comes for the money spend them? Yeah, that, and that comes back to my point earlier in the sense that Dardai was appointed because, I, I don't know, I wasn't on the board, was I? But I would imagine it was an easier appointment to make. Mm. Yeah, well, I think it we all... He wasn't going out and getting, oh, wow. 
he's not Sam Allardyce, was it? But you know he's going to steady the ship and he'd have kept us up and he's done exactly that. Yeah, and that's what I say. I mean it completely respectfully, mm-hmm. but are we at risk of losing another year, another season? Where we're just moving in treacle, we're moving yeah. in porridge. I, I mean, think, I think we are said he's, he's happy to step aside, though, isn't he? <laughs> if the right coach comes, he's ha- he's willing to step aside and his go back words. to the youth duties because he doesn't really, you know, it's not his scene being that coach and, he and having said that life. That he will stay coach as long as he feels he is not a burden. If he feels that he is now burdening the team and he can't do anything any longer, then he will step aside. That's why yeah. Bobic has said it's up to Dardai when he leaves. Because if Dardai no longer feels he could do anything, then we can't we, we can't do anything with a coach that doesn't believe in themselves anymore. So that's yeah. part of the, the reason. But I don't think Dardai doesn't believe in himself. I think he would have been furious about what happened uh, against yeah. Leipzig. But at the same time, half of these, these problems are not his problems. He also doesn't have a, a team that he would probably like to have right now. He's got players in positions that are missing. And yeah. that's part of Bobic's fault. We should have had an extra winger come in on the last day of the transfer window. Didn't happen. It broke down. I'm convinced that we had deals that broke down because of other clubs asking for too much money and they just tore, you know, they just didn't happen for whatever reason. Mm. And we did it. We now have to make do with what we have. It's not like a crap squad. It's. I, f- I feel it's, like we say this all the time. This was the problem last season. We didn't have the right players in. No, we had the right players in last season. We just had players that didn't care. That did. That really just didn't have the right attitude at all. People that let their heads hang whenever they something went wrong. Uh, they got rid of them for that reason. Players. We have replaced One. Them. We replaced one. That's it. It's odd, isn't it? I mean, is this is this overboard? Is this too? Is this too? It doesn't feel that way. It doesn't feel knee jerk. This just feels like Groundhog Day. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the problem. And I th- but I, I still don't understand the panic when you're like six match days in and you know that there are there's a long time. And there's an international break coming up, which hopefully none of our players will actually take part mm. in because a lot mm. of them are injured, so they shouldn't be. They should not be going, although I would not be surprised if Dedrick Boyata goes to play with Belgium because he's now mm. fit again, half fit. I don't think so, it's a panic. I think it's more a case of, oh, God, here we go again. You've yeah. got, I think you've got to be really? patient to see where <laughs> they are. But, I mean, I was... Uh, the only game I haven't been to is obviously the, the, the Bayern one, the Leipzig one and the Cologne one so all the other ones I was at and against Forsberg we did not play badly at all like mm. it was it was so unfortunate that we lost we should have got at least a draw out of it they can play the only player that we didn't have that we don't have now that we had then was Dodi and that was it uh, but it was Stefan Jovetic that made a difference in that game when he yeah. came on the whole game changed we should have got at least a point if not three we didn't because right at the last second Somebody made a defensive error. It was nothing the coach could have done anything about because it's not something you can teach someone how to react. You don't teach somebody reaction time. That's not what, you know, coach can't put that into someone. And we end up losing 2-1, which was unfortunate because mm. we didn't deserve to. Then we went to Bayern and we lost 5-0. And part of the problem was the attitude of one player who's now no, no longer with us. He's at Wolfsburg anyway. And after that, we came back off that international break, went to Bochum. The whole game was crap. It wasn't just us. Bochum were crap too. Bayern's Bayern, but we can't blame one player's attitude for a 5-0 defeat. No, but when one player's attitude is down, everybody else gets dragged down around them. It's always the same thing. If one person is like, oh, God, I can't be bothered, everybody else is like, well, I can't be bothered either because you can't be bothered. 
You can't have even one player. You can't have one player who's like, I just can't be bothered to do it. And that's a culture thing. Everyone down. That's a You need everybody to want to be motivated. So if one person's not motivated, it's like, well, no one else is either. That's what happened mm. against Bayern, and then against uh, Bochum. The difference is against Bochum is that even though it was a terrible game, and even though we all knew it was a terrible game in general, because Bochum are really high pressing, but they don't have the quality to to actually be successful with it, uh, we had to wait. So even though they had a lot of the ball, they couldn't get anywhere near scoring. Like yeah. they, they just had a lot of the ball. And we just took chances that we deserve a piece of individual quality as well. But the, 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 the first goal was well worked from a good pass, winning the ball back in midfield, right? Hard working, got us a goal. Second time, again, hard working, header forward, got us a goal. The, the, the last one, header from midfield to the forward, got us a goal. It's hard work, pays off. It's same thing. Hi- hypothetical question. If we were in the second division right now, where do you think we'd finish? Top. No, I don't think we would. Yeah. I don't think we would. I'm, I'm, look at Vertebrae. I don't think we have that team that, that used to bounce straight back up after going down. I think we have. Why are, talk, why, why are you talking about going down? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not talking about going down. I'm saying hypothetically, if we were in that division, I don't know if the fight's there to come back up. I think there's teams that won't be as good quality, but the overall teamwork will be better. But the, the, I mean, the we thing talk about like, Union all the time. Union are not good. Are not as good as Hertha. They're in Europe. They've got all these extra games, but they'll probably still finish there or thereabouts where we are, if not better. They got very, very lucky to win at the weekend. So but they're still grinding them results out, and that's, that's the difficult thing. That. We but, can't grind the results out. Mm. People, if anyone's saying, oh, the attitude, etc., I was there against Bert. I saw the reactions of players when we went 1-0 down, or it shouldn't. I don't even think it should have been a penalty, but whether he should have or not, I, I don't know. It was a very odd one, because they took so long to decide uh, on it. But uh, it's to be a stealer, so I'm not shocked. And then after that, the reaction was completely different. Within five five minutes, we were aggressive on the ball, making good passes, putting in tackles, doing this, doing that. And within five, ten minutes, we equalised. And then five minutes later, scored again. We should have got more. We should have got more than that. Uh, Zelka, in particular, is so aggressive. You can see if he, if he gets a chance and doesn't score, he loses it. He's so angry with himself. He wants to fight. There are other players out there that really want to fight, you know, fight because yeah. they 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 want to do well. Even if mm. they're not scoring goals, they need that attitude. If you don't have that, half of all doing is believing that you can, If you even if you don't have the ability. For some reason, against That's what, that's Leipzig, what some of these smaller clubs do, though, isn't it? That's, what, that's how they get to where they are. They may not be the best players in the world. You may not have a, a team full of well-packed talent, but yeah. there's yeah. enough belief within the whole squad, and there's enough teamwork there. I mean, Ecklingham, people were talking about him on against Ferd. The reason he did so well against Ferd is he found so much space. He's very good at that. Against Leipzig, he was so out of position because the defence was all over the place that he couldn't do anything anyway. It was all over the place. Zerdar was wide. Ecklingkamp was wide, and they were forced wide because because the everyone everyone else on the pitch was all over the place. So, yeah. so if um, you've got a concrete idea of what you want, you need to play in a certain way, and this just didn't work. Like, it just yeah. didn't work. I, I, that defense is just. I'm still convinced we would not have. We would have lost against Leipzig regardless of 
which team we played, but we wouldn't have lost that heavily. We've got um, a point a point a game so far on average. Do you know what that yeah. gets at the end of the season? <laughs> Survival. <laughs> <laughs> It does, it probably it does, gets you relegated. Yeah. I mean, I hope I hope that they bounce back and you know win the next two games, whatever. They won't pick win up, the next two. They won't win the next up, two. Let me just read out the next three games, and you can tell me how many points <laughs> you think they'll if get. If you get four, well, if you get four points out of the next three, I'd be happy. I mean, our home record under Dardai against Freiburg is actually quite good, but Freiburg are a weird team to watch because they well, they aren't particularly anything special. At all, they aren't special, but they're, they're likable. They've got as much talent as we've got, basically. But they so know how they play. Who's our next three? Freiburg, Freiburg Frankfurt, Frankfurt, and Gladbach. I'll be so, glad to see the back of them. I won't. <laughs> um, Frankfurt have been awful. They haven't won a game at all. Like, I don't know what's going on with them, to be honest. Um, Oh my God, Real Madrid just lost. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, distracted. So, on those three games, on Tuesday the 28th of September. <laughs> it really does. It really does depend on sort of what what sort of her to turn up. And again, I'm going to sound like a bloody broken record, but that's not the case with good teams. There's a level of consistency, isn't well, there? We're not a good team. Oh, that's why no, no one's that one's we're, we're just not Bayern, very good. Bayern are a good team. Even Dortmund are inconsistent. So Bayern are a good team. Leipzig are a good team. Uh, Cologne. 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 At the moment, Cologne are, they, well, Cologne are odds because they play all right, but they play, you know, good attacking they football. Right, but they'll, they'll, get, they'll get picked up at some point. Like Wolfsburg will get picked up at some point. They did at the weekend. So... Um, you know, Hoffenheim uh, took care of uh, Wolfsburg quite well, um, and Hoffenheim are really not great either. So this whole thing is completely unpredictable. But as someone else said on another podcast that I was listening to, how to have to pick up points against teams that are equal to them or worse. Yeah, that's how they'll get points. And so not. points against. So, well, so, no, so at the moment, Bochum and Firth are the teams that were equal to or worse than, and everyone else. So teams that are better than us are quite clearly Dortmund, Bayern, Leipzig, Wolfsburg, anybody in playing the Champions League. Leverkusen. Uh, Leverkusen, unfortunately, yes. Hoffenheim. Um, no. Hoffenheim are maybe equal, maybe slightly better, but you're looking at... Uni and Berlin. Form, that's level shit. Um, like <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so like teams like Ferd, uh, Bochum, Augsburg, um, uh, who else at the moment is, is uh, so maybe maybe not in terms of the way they play, but in terms of like the types of team that they have. When, in terms when does of this strength. change? Because we, we've obviously signed Eklund Camp, we've signed, we've, we brought back Malida's Selke. injured, by we've the way. Ma- so. I know Malida's injured. We've got Sedar in. Got these, it's like we haven't moved on at all, though. They need time. Well, one, they need time to play together uh, because Malida came in late, so did Eklund Camp. The problem is obviously with Mali they're injured, we have issues. So teams like Bielefeld, Bochum, Fert, Augsburg, uh, Stuttgart, um, maybe Union, maybe Köln, maybe Mainz, Freiburg, they're the teams that are the, the teams that you should be getting points against, whether they be three or one. So should be mm. finishing about eighth then. Yeah. Ah, tenth. Tenth. That's what I said at the beginning can, of the season. Hand on heart, can you see Dada doing something this year? 
and getting us in the top half of the table. No, no, and I don't think he wants to. He wants. They already said they just want a year of being like stable or middle of the table at least, like just to start something off to have your foot in the door of not having to fight relegation. Mm. We're six games in and everybody's always already saying we're being relegated, but it's based off. Yeah. A result against Bayern and Leipzig, which are teams that we are not on level with no, yet. No, I think yeah. it runs deeper than that. Mm-hmm. I don't I, know. I, I think there's I, a problem. I, I've made those comments, and I'm not taking it in isolation of those two games. It runs far deeper than that. I, I would need, say, I what what is the time. point? What is the point of Dardai finishing mid-table, and then he'll be relieved of his duties at the end of the season, and someone else will come in, and we've got it all to go through mm-hmm. again. It's just this is. Well, that's the same thing as that's the same thing. I don't want this player. I want this type of player. I play this formation. That is the same thing. That is the same thing as asking if we get rid of him now, then we have to start again. Yeah, that's a good. In the middle of a season. In the middle of a season with no time. Yeah, but then yeah, another season lost. What's, what is it to lose? We're never going to finish in Europe when, when this season. We're never going to win the title. We're not going to get into the, to the Champions League. What's the point? What have we've we got, lost? We, we've we got, got lost one, of, one of the most expensive squads mm. that we pay transfers for. And on current market value, the eighth or ninth most expensive. So that's based on what people feel the players are worth. That's we shouldn't be fighting based, relegation. Uh, some of that is based on what Michel Preetz thought they were worth. Because mm. some of that mm. is well, this from is not a transfer market. To yeah. transfer Mart's website but, but on valuations. But then Lucas Tussar and Piontek were bought by Michel Pritz, and I think at the it had it not been him, had it been Freddie Bobic doing business at the time, we'd mm. never have bought them. For I don't, that I don't mean what we've paid for them, what they're currently worth. So this they're is still currently worth like value. 50 million euros each, which is still so too much for them. A high amount, isn't it? You know, your Freibergs, your Augsburgs. Some some of these teams, four or five players don't make up that current that market value. But it's 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 like Chris says it's a season lost. I'm like I don't think it's a season lost. People just want a season of being boring Hertha again, just so we don't have to go through the hell of last season. Yeah. We're already going through the hell of last season, six games in, because people are panicking because we haven't had it's time. Not, it's, not <laughs> panic. it's not panic. It's not panic. Yeah, it's not I panic. Think, I, I the think there's not, there's not a lot of inspiration in there, is there? There's, there's not a lot to. Do they excite you? That's yeah, exactly. No, they're not. They're not in any way. Uh, even the wins, there's nothing where you finish that game. You're brilliant. We've just won. It's just like three points, but we were not good. Uh, three points on the board, but we were <laughs> Sorry. not good. It's different if you're if you're in the ground. You weren't there. It's a different different feeling. People were partying all night. Of course, because they will be, because we've got a win. They were our first wins of the season. But if you're watching it, not in the stadium, not singing along, and having that atmosphere there, they were not great games. They were not good performances. People didn't care whether they were great games. They just needed to get points. I know that, but I mean, as far as the the club just isn't in a great place. They're not playing well when yeah. they win and oh, and they lose. They, they, yeah. They're either getting steamrolled or they're not in a game at all. Against Cologne, it was like we were in the game for one half and then switched off. And against Wolfsburg, it was unlucky that we didn't get anything out of it. So it, it's not always like that. I, it's, I, I, I want to compare it. I want to compare it to, and it's, I suppose, it's a bit difficult because 
there was a lot more excitement around football at the time. But when we came back after lockdown, Bruno had a really good spell. And the play and the identity of our play was exciting to watch. Yeah. And all right, I'll, I'll caveat that with it might have been extra exciting because oh, we've got football back. Yeah. So <laughs> I appreciate that point. However, I, I they don't, they don't get me out of my chair. They don't they don't excite me. I, I'm not looking at the play and I'm think I'm not the I'm, I'm not waiting for something to happen. I'm not invested in in the game. And yeah, I'm happy we get results brilliant we got a win we got six points and I even said it on our chat doesn't matter how we play we've got to get the points on the board we were saying that on game week three mm. that is what I mean by yeah. another season coming and going there's no panic there it's just the pragmatism of here we are again mm. but this is and how, I... how many of them do we have Ow. this is how we played before under Dada, it wasn't exciting. Like, you wouldn't get out of your seat yeah. and go, oh, my God, Hertha are amazing to watch. No one would. They would just say, well, they play the way they play and uh, they, they get points. That's it. No we one qualified thought for we your were exciting. Yeah, but we, we didn't do it because we were... Them. We didn't do it because we were exciting. No, but I think if you look at the plays we've got in the team now to the team then, there were some good characters in there, but there's more, much more quality been in that team the last two seasons. Not this season. In com- I mean, I would say that this... this season this team is on par with the team that got us into the Europa League in terms of talent not mm. in terms of personality mm. in terms of mm. talent mm-hmm. getting Kevin Prince Boateng in <coughs> was done for one reason which was for his personality um, to be caretaker boss when Dada yeah, of course um, <laughs> Jovetic, although he's quiet he's quiet Steven Jovetic but he's still got the personality <coughs> however a lot of those players are not confident enough in themselves to be a personality yet. And they need they need wins. I mean, Zelka is a good personality, but he mm. cannot score. Um, if we, <laughs> you know, I, I love him to bits because he he gives a lot. Like he's not the best, yeah. like prolific. Is that goal a sign that we've missed cares. out there? By the way, should should we have looked for maybe would lose and Cordoba and no one Piontek's injury issues? Are we relying too much on someone like Jovetic, who's not always fit? Belfordil, who's not always fit. Okay, Belfordil's fit, but he's not. just not good. <laughs> but no, but he's also got he's had injury issues last couple of yeah, seasons, yeah, yeah. as as yeah. has Jovetic long term. And Selka's not the most prolific. Should yeah. we have maybe looked to bring someone in if we're letting Cordoba go and knowing Piontek's, you know, his own yeah. injuries and, and letting. Um, and Gang Camp. Camp and, and Red Ango as well. The, the, the way I sort of to give you a bit of context as to why I'm why I am where I am with her at the moment. Um, as you know, I'm a, a West Ham fan, seen to get holder, and I know that they're not going to win the league. I know it's highly unlikely they're not going to win a cup. I know that they're going to get beat by a Wrexham every now and then, but I also know that they're going to turn up. At the moment, but I've also At been through moment. teams. I've also been through a lot of teams whereby the culture and identity of West Ham is to roll over. Yeah, we don't have that at the moment. No, the situation is still the same. We'll have one good season but, in six, seven, eight, nine, ten. My comparison, I've made this since day one with West Ham and Hertha. They are very, very similar. However, what's missing from Hertha at the moment is that a style of play or the style of play that is in place. A is ineffective or not effective enough, or B, 
not exciting to watch. So where is our payoff? But Where's the, the payoff? Is, Chris, similar similar with, for Everton as well. And West even Ham. more with us, it's since Mercedes money's come in, similar mm. to Windows money, you can't attract because we're not that big a club at the very best, but you end up paying over the odds for players that aren't good enough, that maybe Chris, don't have the right personality. Chris, you were obviously watching West Ham when they were in... Uh, I don't know if Moyes was actually there when they were in a relegation battle not too long ago, maybe three years ago. Yeah. Was he there? You yeah. got him out of it? Yeah, he was the one so how long, did it, how long did it take David Moyes to take that team, turn it around from something really, really poor into something decent? Two seasons? Summer. Three? So summer. it took the summer, it was just right? Summer. But no, they didn't go straight into like Europe from relegation fodder. No way. Yeah, uh, he'd done, like done, he done, done the same with Everton. Everton finished with the lowest right? ever points tally first season. Then the next season we finished because fourth. Because you said, you said that West Ham were relegation favourites coming into that season. They they weren't, right? They didn't. Did they start well? I don't know. I don't remember so how well we that season We stayed up started. three games to spare. So, but the season after, how did that season start? Dodgy, OK, really good. I can't remember now. You can't remember, right? So it doesn't take... Like, oh, okay, saved us, blah, blah, blah. It takes time to sort that out. God knows what would have happened throughout that season for West Ham. But, they they finished in Europe. No, no. My point is, even in the seasons under Allardyce, for example, we still had paydays. And what I mean by that, we still had days where we took on and beat Man City. We still had days where we've got beat 5-1 by Nottingham Forest in the FA Cup. And what I'm saying is there, we weren't a good team then, because good teams don't get done like that. I, I'm, I'm, yet to, I'm still waiting for the sort of payday with, with Hertha. Last season uh, we saw when, it. When, when are we going to get a day in the sun? When, Do you know what I mean? Last season, but last season we saw it against Leverkusen, against Freiburg, but this season... Too much has been done in summer at the last minute to get used to it that quickly. I'm not talking about this period. I'm talking about Hertha over the last decade. But there has been because we got to Europa League. So it has been something. OK. Uh, yeah. Were we, were we the only team in the Bundesliga to do last minute business? We were one not. of the teams. We were one of the teams that scrambled at the last minute to get deals done and then completely failed on mm. deadline day. But, but other, other, other clubs will have signed Twenty-two percent. Yeah, I just from my point of view, I I take well one I take Hannah's Anna's sorry my niece is called Hannah. Hi. <laughs> Anna's, <laughs> Anna's passion and her defence of what's going on in the club because it is absolutely relevant and that is that is correct but i also yeah. deeply share chris's frustration of here we go again and i and i think when i'm m- merging the two things in my head the problem is that, that i can't see the dardai situation unfolding like the david moyes situation and david moyes is a brilliant manager and three years down the line you've got a, a, a european fighting team you, I, I think Dardai won't be in charge next season, no. and I think that that's that's the that's frustration. Right. Uh, so that's right we're suddenly well. in the oh well, we're going to finish fourteenth or we're going to finish twelfth, and we're not going to do anything in the cup. And it's kind but the of, thing is, what worries me is changing managers, even if it's within the league, can go so disastrously wrong because you can yeah. look at 
Marco Rosa at Dortmund, he's been okay. But you look at Adi Huta, who went from Frankfurt to Gladbach. Gladbach have had problems. You look at uh, Oliver Glasner, that went from Wolfsburg in the Champions League to Frankfurt. They haven't won this season. They can't play his style for some reason. They sold their best player and Andre Silva. It's not that simple of let's change coach and, and everything will be I'm, fine. I'm not even advocating that in a way. I just no. kind yeah. of want something's got to show. Like I think like the team if if the team had got beaten six nil and we played exciting football, you know, that would that would I would have almost take that. You know, if if I mean if we were winning these newly against newly promoted teams in style, I would have taken that. Yeah. We should we, we should have beaten Greuther Firth by a lot more than we did. Yeah. We should. Well, if if, if the season's kind of a write-off and and it's we just need to get through this season. But the if players that, that, know that. that. That's what I mean. So if the players know that, what's the point? How do you because motivate? Because they know. They know it's a long-term project. It's like, well, this season's the season's are nothing anyway. We just need to get to the end of it. Well, they know it's a long-term project, but they also know that getting themselves relegated will also get them into trouble. No one will want them anymore. So they. They, they know that they can't get relegated. They know that they have to get as many points as they possibly can, right? But they are still finding themselves. There's a mm. lot of players in that team that weren't here last season. There's a lot of players that were, but the ones that were are older and slow and not as talented as the mm. new ones that are. Mm. They need time to integrate with each other. We had this problem this season before with, with Preetz and Labadia. They didn't get the players they wanted, or if they did, they didn't integrate very quickly anyway. And they, then there was the excuse of them not understanding each other because of the language, which is not true. Uh, but they, they, they need time to understand, OK, this player is good at this, this player is good at this, this is what we need to be doing, blah, blah, blah. When you have these last-minute transfers and then those players get injured, which then mm. then they can't be part of training. So the last international break we used to, uh, I don't know, the, the training went ahead an international break. They came back, they went to Bochum uh, against Bochum. They, um, they they didn't play particularly well, but they played effectively. I don't need to say that they had to play well. They didn't. But Bochum didn't either. But Hertha played effectively. They knew exactly what Bochum would do with the terms of style that they played, and they completely shut them out. I don't think Schwallow. I think Schwallow made one save during that game, right? Mm. So it's not. They went to Bochum. They're like, this is going to be horrible. This is going to be a horrible game. We all know it. Bochum play in a very difficult manner. But they don't have the talent to do it the way that other teams do it with a high press. We have to counteract that and try and take our chances when they come. They did exactly that. It doesn't matter that they didn't play well. They still put Bochum away. Same thing with Greuther Firth. They Firth do almost exactly the same thing as Bochum. It's the same thing. They yeah. push them back. I mean, Bochum it's, it's, it's a lovely chance. to hear, but these aren't amazing victories. Would but it? No. Doesn't, it, it doesn't have to be an amazing victory. It has no. to be an effective one. Yeah. Is you don't have to be amazing to win games. Are Union amazing to watch? No. Are they effective? Yes. Are Freiburg amazing to watch? But, no. But they, are they effective? They yes. That's the difference. But they have been playing. I think Union have been playing together a lot longer. They've had that core. Uh, they're maybe a little bit longer. Even if they haven't, they've we've got Bundesliga. Times, haven't we? it's like, they've got Europe now, so that's going to affect them. They've got this, that's going to affect them. It doesn't seem to be affecting them. No, it did because they lost to. They should have lost to Borussia Dortmund a lot worse than what they did. They didn't play particularly well against Bielefeld. They got incredibly lucky that they even won that game because they were not good during that game at all. 
they um, the game against Augsburg was absolutely. Well, this awful. is exactly what we're they, saying. They don't need to play well, but we'll win and get results. But the teams that's that they got doing. those results against are not good. They drew against Augsburg 0-0, and Augsburg are awful. I watched them against Freiburg, and yeah. they were dreadful. So it's yeah. not like you know we're the only bad team. But anyway, this we can is do this is too to much. This is too much. Uh, onion talk for my life. Okay, no, I'm not <laughs> so, really talking but what, about them, but I am. I'm like not. To, but... I'd just like to talk briefly about. Do you think we we are carrying more than our fair share of injuries constantly? The yes. amount of players that are unavailable. <laughs> ah, I'm so annoyed. I'm just, I, mean, this, I hate this. This is like a fundamental. It seems to be a fundamental problem within the club. That is but... that is the only thing I have <clears> to say. Bobic should have. He knows that these players are injury prone. I don't know if there's something to do with the medical team that they're doing wrong, but yeah. my God, the same or fitness players levels. again it's and again. Players that are, that are always injured, though, they've come here with that background. Boyata, yes. Toronto Riga didn't used to be that injury prone. I don't think he is. Is this the culture you were looking for, Chris? The yeah, injury exactly. culture. There you go. <laughs> but Jovetic, yeah. yes. Yeah, Jovetic, yes. Um, Piontek never really had an injury problem. Uh, Clint Camp doesn't really have an injury problem. Maulida is very young, so it, it can go on and off, but people don't it'd know. It'd be nice to see them for six weeks. Everyone available. Yeah, everyone available. Fair wind behind us. No excuses. Then we can say this is the team we've got, I guess. Yeah, that's um, what we need desperately. But I don't know yeah. if they're working too hard during training and just injuring themselves, you know, or, get, or getting to the point where they're actually mm. on the brink of injuring themselves during a game because the game is more physical than the actual training or if they're doing something wrong in the in, in terms of looking after the players in terms of their health or I don't know how these players yeah. keep getting injured the way that they do. Although there's this, um, uh, a Piontex, for instance, was completely accidental. So, you know, that was just beyond control. Uh, He's back but, but, now. Yes, uh, Boyatas is is repeated. Like Zifoix uh, apparently had problems with his um, uh, abductor for quite a while, like a few weeks, but he just didn't really say anything about it. Maulidas is the same injury as Boyata. Uh, you just wonder what are they doing to get these yeah. injuries? One, one, of, one of the positives, Gekta's has been a positive. Michel Brink just signed a new deal, so he's Michel Brink, love him for the future. You know the, the youth has come in under Dardai, you know, and had time, whether it was the yeah. end of the season or what we've seen the start of this. So that is a nice positive thing. And, we've got... Um, and Linus Getter, he did not look out of place at all in them games when he mm. came. He really didn't. And and that's brilliant for someone at 17 in the Bundesliga to be playing, you know, in central yeah. defence. That hopefully could be brilliant for us in the future. He played extremely well against Bochum and Furt because he had to, he had to replace... Uh, Toro Riga against uh, Bochum and then he had to replace Boyata against Fett mm. <laughs> because yeah. both of them got injured um, but if you watch the game against Fett you would have seen Linus Gester um, um, make this little back heel flick like completely like you know really confidently and it reached his target as well it's, like, it's not commentators like it raved them. about him they, they just yes. said how, how impressive he was and he really was even against a team like Fertile Bockham, it doesn't matter. He's 17. This yeah. is still yeah. better than any opponent he would have played. And coming on as well. So he's not starting. He's coming in due no. from an injury, coming in quite cold. They're bright spots ahead, so definitely. Mm-hmm. 
He's he's fantastic. They've got two new. They've got two more players from the under 19s tra- um, training with the professionals this week as well. Obviously because of our own injury crisis. The good thing is there's an international break coming, and I hope to God that they get these guys fit in the next week and a half, two weeks, because it's just it's just gonna be a nightmare if they don't. And Jovetic will be probably back on Saturday anyway. So if we need a player like Jovetic because although he is injury prone, he is so skilled even at 31. Yeah. You yeah. need a player like that. With Camp, they could be absolutely brilliant it's together. at the very top. And, and that's where, although some of them have been injury-prone, the recruitment's been decent. Because we've got players that have played at the absolute highest level. I still giggle when I thought we were signing Jovic. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think... Uh, I think uh, Oh, sorry. Um, sorry. No, I think uh, we all wanted Jovic and then we got Jovic. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, one is from Montenegro. You, 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 were made, you were made up either way. It was still someone from the Yugo. Yeah. It's still from Yugo land, so I was happy enough. But um, <laughs> I, 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 I want to see Jovic not get injured because I don't know. He got he got injured against um, Bayern, which, to be honest, Bayern is a quite physical team, so I'm not really sh- surprised that he might have got injured against Bayern. But it was the fact that he went to Serbia to get treatment. He thought he was OK, went to train with the Montenegro team. He was fine. And then literally in the last training with that team before they played Latvia, the same injury came back. And Dardai was not happy, but at the same time, Jovetic felt that he was okay and then out of nowhere it just came back so they were like no now you need to rest for two weeks because we're not risking you doing it again mm. <laughs> like okay I will rest for two weeks now and now he's back so it's the same with Boyata it's just a rest injury there's nothing you can do about it you just have to rest it until it heals Toro Nariga I'm not sure I think he's in like individual training or something but those players that God, I hope they come back after the international break because players like Malida are so badly needed down the wing because look at against Leipzig, we had no wingers at all. At all. Like like Yastremski was I think was I think was the winger. And we're like, okay. If Yastremski's your only winger, you're in you're in trouble. As much as we like him, he's like the only one. So to wrap it up. Because we've, I think we've all got some differing opinions, so it was really interesting, actually, <laughs> to uh, to to hear. Um, how are we going to do against Freiburg? Just quickly. One all. I think Chris. No win. One-all. I think we'll win. I think yeah. a win could change the season, and I'm yeah pinning my hopes on. Uh, it's a difficult one because Freiburg is Freiburg is a good team, like not like in terms of like amazing talent but they play really well they have a great coach Christian Streich is I'm not meaning to sound offensive to any other coach in Bundesliga but uh, Christian Streich is the best coach in the league in terms of personality and the way he speaks and the way he coaches he's gone upward Freiburg downward Freiburg up again and he's brilliant mm. but mm. we do have a good record against Freiburg under Dardai at home I don't think we've lost I think we've lost one game against Freiburg and that was his first season and that was it. We beat them a lot of the time. You'll say one all. <laughs> I do. I did say nil nil, but I mean, if they can, if Boyata's back from injury, that would be brilliant. Um, mm. That would be really mm. great, wouldn't it? Yeah. Um, and if Nicholas Stark decides not to go dancing down into the middle of the pitch and keeps <laughs> at the back where he's supposed to be, um, 
then maybe, yeah, I'll be fine. But as long as, yeah, Lucas Tussani is to stay where he is in his number six position and not move because uh, because he he was the key to that Leipzig game falling apart. I'm sorry. <laughs> He's back again. It's, isn't not, it? it's not his I'm fault. I'm sorry. He's not, he's not it is his fault. Is he? no. But he's it's not, not a defender. No, he's yeah, not. He's been and put in there. Mike, how um, are we going to do against Freiburg? Uh, it, I feel a win personally, um, and you know we, we've spent a big chunk of this podcast talking about the the big defeats and and where we stand. But we get three points at the weekend outside of of Bayern and, and whoever else at the very top. The league, there's been teams losing and winning. You know, no one's got a brilliant record. So no. three points. We're actually in an all right position. Yeah. We still don't we're anywhere near the, the, you know, we're a long way off the finished product and, and uh, we probably won't be there this season. But a win will certainly put us in, in a really healthy place. 